Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. that today uh our guest our contestant is none other than melbourne comedian alex ward hello karen thank you for having me welcome i'm worried i'm worried already mm -hmm. good but i'm worried I'm just generally in life or specifically about the quiz specifically about the quiz but mm -hmm. now you've got me thinking about life <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh no but i am i have this fear i could be i know no one's ever gotten zero i'm worried it's gonna be me no no one's got zero three is the low score three okay so I'd be happy with a two even. Okay. So we'll see. Not shooting high. Do you, is quizzes, do you go to the pub quiz? Do you do the Saturday no. quiz? No, I mean, I used to, and then I didn't do it for years, but I recently started doing it again with my friends, and it really highlighted how much more they know about the world than me. <laughs> mm -hmm. What were the areas of expertise that you did contribute? I seem to be okay at the pop culture references. Okay. No history. I can't do any history. Okay. Well, let's see if your brain's trust can fill in those gaps. Uh, first of all... And and perhaps as well, this is convenient that we have a motivator on who might be able to give you a bit more pep. Yeah, yeah, I could really use this. Um, motivator and self-help guru. It's a big hello to Napoleon Snake Oil. Alex, when you woke up this morning, what was the first thing that you thought? I thought, I'm not good enough. Mm. Well, I'm here to tell you, hey, buddy, maybe maybe if you just look more into the horizon and, and look so deep that it goes all the way back into your heart, God damn it, we might be able to answer some questions today, all right? Thank you. I don't have a window in my room, so I haven't been able to look at the horizon. It might be adding to my depression <laughs> in the mornings. You don't have a window in your room? No, I was in character too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're picking it up quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Napoleon, is it just is is your life revolving around motivation and self help? Is that every does that you know does that motivate you every day, or there or do you have other hobbies, other areas of interest that you can could contribute to the quiz? You know, um, when I'm in those hotels and I'm running my seminars and my conferences, sometimes I I do watch a movie. Or- a movie or two so i think i got pop culture wow so you've got pop culture yeah, and my motivator and your motivator's got pop culture let's see if the last member of the brain stress today has pop culture as well uh long island resident and impresario in impressions it's a big hello to tony fibonacci how you doing everybody out there in radio land coming straight from strong island tony the fib fibonacci how you doing everybody oh good is that was that an impression straight up or is no that that's my actual voice oh, but okay. you can imagine how many italian characters i could do <laughs> very easily and i guess a lot of them drawn from pop culture yeah i do a lot of pop culture you know i do a lot of bit of the mafioso type gear if you know what i'm mm-hmm. talking about you know a couple of friend of mine if you know what i'm saying a friend of ours That'd be um, my friends, the mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that would be um, a little friend of mine. What's that from? He's he's just done an impression there. Have that's you? that's oh. bloody um, that's Scarface. You. Oh, I thought that was yeah. Tony. I thought that was Tony Fibonacci. Again. Say hello to my little friend, huh? Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. I think Pretty it's really good. good. Do you make a living off this, the fib? Of course, you know, this year before the virus, you know, before the before the pandemic, uh, I was doing a one man, I was doing a one man Irishman show. It was six uh, hours long. I did every character. Did you say the pandemic? I said what I said. Do you think this was organized? Listen, I've been around a couple of people that have been organized. Okay. Mm-hmm. And nothing surprises me anymore. Okay, my friend. Yeah, I agree. I think that the virus is a it's a it's a little bit of an inconvenience, but we are uh, overblowing how bad it is. Wow, a couple of skeptics on our hands here. I you guys think it might be planned. I think it doesn't exist. Oh, you've gone the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a fun one today. Should we do a quiz? Let's do it. All right, question number one. In which US state is Fort Knox? Is it uh, multiple choice here? That's handy for the first question. That's uh, encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, A, Kentucky. B, New York, or C, Virginia. Tony, you live in New York. That's right. I live in Long Island, yes. Is Fort Knox anywhere near you? Well, I I don't know the answer to that, okay? But I do know a friend who used to be the governor of California, Mm -hmm. one Arnold Schwarzenegger. He (laughs) might know the answer, okay? And I think it goes a little something like this. Yeah, uh, you know, I was the governor of California. You know, California was my favorite. I was the governor there. I was, you know, the Republican governor. You know, I know all about the Fort Knox. You know, it's, it's it's a place where they keep all the gold. You know, all the gold is in Fort Knox out in, I think it's in Virginia. I'm not too sure. I thought it was in Texas, but, you know, I'm from California, originally from Austria. But I think it might be Virginia. And wow. seen. Tony, holy! Was that you the whole time? <laughs> a magician never tells you his secrets, huh? Let's check in with Napoleon Snake Oil. Have you ever toured the states, Napoleon? Oh yeah, every year I go there. The people there—they are—they pay me lots of money. They're very mm-hmm. sweet people in Virginia. They wouldn't lie to me, and I—and I could have—I could have forgotten because I do spend a lot of time in salt salt baths to rejuvenate my health. But 
I think that Fort Knox is in Virginia. Tell us more about these salt baths. So, what well, after a big motivation, uh, you need to sort of replenish yourself, do you? Like, like almost like you hand motivation onto other people and you lose it from your own. That's right. A lot of people look at me and they think, is it really that hard to take thousands of dollars from people that don't have much money and just get up on a stage and say, are you being the best version of yourself? And they're wrong. It is actually quite hard because I have to swallow up all of people's trauma and then go to my hotel room and eat lavishly. And after doing that, mm. my body's feel, my body, my muscles, they feel quite tense. I got to smile all the time. So yeah, I have a salt bath after that. What salt do you use? Can you use any salt? No, you know how uh, when you go shopping, you can get fancy salt, which is kind of in the shape of a triangle. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get the cheap salt and maybe like the Himalayan pink salt, but I get the triangle salt. And what is about the triangle that's more motivational? Is it, is, you know, is it some of the three points? Do you put two, one on top of the other upside down? Have you ever, have you heard of the Egyptians before? Have I, yes. Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, I've heard of the Egyptians. Yeah. I wish they, that was they, a quiz question. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they made these things called pyramids. Think of a pyramid. What's the first shape that you think of when you think of pyramids? Uh, try, uh, what's cat, cat head. Cat shape. I was going to say triangle. Oh, well, that, yeah, triangle. Yeah. Triangle was, uh, was what I was thinking. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense. This is good. I feel like I'm at a motivational speed, you know, talk right now. This is <laughs> yeah, I'd like to buy three of these triangles if I can. Yeah. <laughs> What do you reckon, Alex? Kentucky, New York, or Virginia? They've both suggested Virginia. Yeah, I'm fairly certain it's not New York. I'm going to go Virginia as well. Lock in Virginia. Question number two, true or false? This is this is starting out like a very this easy quiz. Like you chose a child's <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> so flip a coin on this one. The ears of the African elephant are bigger than those of the Indian elephant. Unfortunately, not pop culture. The ears of the African elephant are bigger than those of the Indian elephant. Have you traveled to sort of on safari before, Alex? I've ridden any elephants. I would yeah. ne never admit to it if I had. <laughs> um, we all make mistakes when we're 18. No, the only elephants I've seen are in zoos in Australia. Uh -huh. And I probably was like, I guess that's an Australian elephant, um, <laughs> which I realize now it was either one of those. True, or naturalized maybe. And frustratingly, when I try to recall the different ear sizes of what I've seen, I only have cartoon versions of elephants in my head. Like Dumbo. Yeah, it's really I mean, Dumbo are pretty big i feel like you've seen obviously i've seen elephants being ridden more in like indian elephants mm -hmm. african elephants i haven't seen being ridden and i feel like there is might be might be bigger oh, they hold on to them oh i don't know so let's go one, to the is it true or false which one are they claiming is bigger true or false the ears of the african elephant are bigger than those of the indian elephant i'm gonna go False. You're thinking it's false. Let's check in with the Brains Trust and see what they think. Uh, Tony Fibonacci, have you got an elephant? Do you do an elephant in your impressions? Uh, no, but I do know one guy, and I think you Aussies might know who I'm talking about. Is a little uh -huh. guy you guys know is Steve Irwin, okay? And yeah. uh, I think he might do some, some like, might be a little something like this. <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh, mate. Oh, you know, when you see an elephant walking down the Sahara Plains, an African elephant, all right? And you see their big old ears, and I'm talking bloody big. They're bloody <laughs> big ears, all right? Not as big as the Indian elephant. So I'm going to say true. And give me a can of Foster's and an Outback Steakhouse and sing. 
and seen. Thank you, Tony. Incredible stuff, Tony. Uh, Napoleon, snake oil. As a motivational self-help guru, I'm sure you're around a lot of other gurus. Look, I, I have been to both Africa and India, but I, I never stepped out of the hotel or the conference hall. But uh, Alex, let me put this to you. Have you seen the movie Dumbo? I have. Dumbo, he starts off, he has big ears. They're teasing him, right? They're teasing him because he has the big ears. Correct? Correct. <laughs> Correct, yeah. He takes his big ears and what does he do, Alex? He flies. He flies. Now, I want you to fly and I want you to answer this question. Answer the question that you were asked. What has bigger ears, <laughs> the Indian elephant or the African elephant? Answer me. The Indian. Oh, there you have it. Okay, yeah. I guess it's I guess it's the Indian elephant then. Okay, well we'll lock yeah, down. Yeah. I thought I thought you're gonna be like, now fly, fly like the elephant. I was like, my ears being I'm being told I have big ears or something. <laughs> well look, we'll lock in false then. Who wrote the nineteen nineties novel The Reader, which was adapted in two thousand and eight film? This is great. We're on pop culture now. Who wrote the nineteen nineties novel The Reader, which was adapted in two thousand and eight film? Have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I don't know who wrote it. Mm. I think this one's going to end in us picking a name. <laughs> we'll see if we can get there in the meantime. Tony Fibonacci. Yeah. A uh, lot of your impressions so far have been of... Let's just know, say they're cool people, right? That's, yeah, that's right. Why would I read a book called The Reader? It's kind of <laughs> redundant if you know what I'm talking about. It's circular, isn't it? It, it is. The, the writer. Mm. I don't know who the fuck this is. I don't know who it is. <laughs> if I say anything, it's going to be nothing. If you want, I could just do an impression and we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just let's check in with Napoleon. Have you written any books? Often self-help gurus uh, jot down their, their ideas. Oh, yeah. I've written so many books. Uh, this year, I've written a book called COVID-19. 19 reasons why you can still make this the best year of your life and make money. And what's that about? Well, it's about 19 reasons why you can make this the best year of your life and make money. Fantastic. I mean, I think to write, you got to read, yeah? Like that's the old, you know, to, they always say, if you want to write well, read lots. Have you read yeah. The Reader? No, but I have actually seen the movie because uh, Kate Winslet was a client of mine. She liked confidence. She felt like in after Titanic that she was being typecast, so I had to let her know that she was a great actress and that she could do any role that she put her mind to. So you sort of motivated her into the reader. And she was nominated for an Academy Award, just saying. And not once did she mention the author of the book. Uh, no, it was... Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's disappointing so the best offer we have so far is kate winslet i think I is the closest she, she wrote in it she started it <laughs> trying to put down kate winslet yeah put down kate all winslet. right i'll lock it in question four name the eight planets in order from the sun oh, we'll start by naming eight planets and eight then planets. put them in order all right go okay we got pluto jupiter saturn uranus still a planet i think so mars Venus. Uh, what are the other ones? Well, is Earth? I think yeah. Earth. Earth, Earth probably yep, counts. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, Earth. I've forgotten two of them. Mercury. Mercury. That's it. Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Mars, Venus, Earth, Mercury. We're not missing one. Or is Pluto no longer a planet? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, they trick you. They tricked me. 
What's well, in between Earth and Mercury? Because isn't Earth the third rock from the sun? We forget that. There's one I don't know. Mm, let's turn to the Brains Trust and see if they know. Mm. Have you ever been able to mot- motivate someone off planet before Napoleon Snake Oil? A couple of years ago, the, the, these guys, these astronauts, are telling me about how they wanted to take a rocket, but they didn't know if the rocket was ready. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't really. It didn't really end so well. But the point was that they tried. Right. When you say it didn't end so well. <laughs> Look, I don't really want to like look back at, at my past failures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what I will say is that if any of those planets wanted to be closer to the sun, they could be if they if they wanted to. Maybe they just need to ask. <laughs> Tony Fibonacci, have you got a Uranus in you? Oh, let me tell you something. I could do a character right now that will blow your freaking minds. Okay. It's a little mm. little guy known as Albert Einstein. Okay. okay. I don't, and I think I've only ever seen photos of Albert. You can tell what he sounds like, you know, by yeah. looking at his face. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. it might go something like this. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, my name is Albert Einstein. And uh, yes, I know, I know all that the, the planet starts with the Venus and then the Mars and then the Earth and then the Mercury and then the Saturn and then the Jupiter and then the, um, you know, the Pluto and then the Uranus and then the Pluto. I think that's how it goes, you know. And then there's the moon, which is not a planet, but a satellite around the Earth. And scene. Wow. Oh, oh. That was transporting. I feel like wasn't I want to el- ask Albert Einstein questions. Yeah. Albert, how do you get your hair so voluminous? Well, you know, it's a little thing called the theory of relativity. Now, the theory <laughs> is I don't want to get out of bed, and that is relative to me doing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, neither of them, well, Albert's list had Pluto twice, so I'm not sure if we can rely on that. <laughs> well, that, that, that was because I, I put Uranus goes before Pluto, and uh, I, I, made a, I made a correction in, you know, every time you do a hypothesis, you have to do the hypothesis, and you have to do an answer, and then you, you might, that answer might not be right. So the real answer is Venus. Venus. <laughs> Mars. Venus, Earth. Mars, Earth. Mercury. Mercury. Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, <laughs> and then Pluto. Are you happy with that? Venus, Mars, Earth, Mercury, Saturn, <laughs> Jupiter, Uranus, Pluto. I'm going to go with that. A follow-up question. That. Do you care? No. Question number five. What is the second book of the Old Testament? Kate rel- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you religious? Did you grow up religious? No. No? I had a my first. Someone gave me a my first Bible, my first little Bible, and I remember it just sat on my bookshelf. I read it once. Mm. Do you remember the second book of the Old Testament? <laughs> I'm gonna go Bible two. <laughs> Bible two is the first option. I mean, I guess there's a bit of motivation in the Bible, isn't there, Napoleon? In that it has motivated people to do. A great many things. They haven't really made a good movie of the Bible, so I'm not particularly <laughs> familiar with the stories. So oh. um, I'm going to have to give this one to Tony. Uh, Tony, do you did you get past Genesis in your reading of the Bible? Well, first of all, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm a very <laughs> Catholic man. Come from a long line of Catholics. 
a long line of Catholics. I thought the Bible was called the Bible and yeah. there wasn't any other names. <laughs> I thought there was the New Testament, the Old Testament, and then just the Bible as well. That's what I thought too. I thought there was no, I guess, you know, the chapters. But uh, I think that's what they call chapters, books. So books of the Bible, you've got like Genesis, you know, like Deuteronomy, you know, and they say that the book of numbers. Yeah. I think that's what they're talking about. I got no, well, I don't know what the order is though. I'm going to have to say uh, uh, maybe one of my friends, um, I'll just do, uh, who, who should I do? Um, <laughs> someone that's religious, probably, probably the Pope or something. I'll do the Pope. Um, <clears throat> and he, I think he'd say some, a little something like this. Uh, uh, the, um, uh, yeah, the Bible, uh, yes, uh, Padre de Filio de Espirito Santo, yeah, uh, la, um, I think it's called uh, the Bible part two, uh, he comes back and seen. <laughs> wow, that was another transporting. So the Bible part two, Jesus returns. <laughs> the official answer. Do you want to put that down? Yeah. Question number six, which of these is a verb? Another multiple choice. Outlier, giraffe, swim, or carrot? Is this for real? <laughs> Please repeat that because I feel like it's a trick. <laughs> Which of these is a verb? Outlier, giraffe, swim, or carrot? Oh, I mean, it feels I like they want us to say swim, they right? They want us to say carrot, I think. You know, you just like carrot around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just carrot around, man. I mean, it's swim, isn't it? It's swim. Outlier giraffe. I mean, do we... A giraffe is a verb of itself. It giraffes. It, it giraffes along. Giraffe, giraffes, right? Do you think this is a trick question, Tony Fibonacci? Yeah, there should be a, another one where it says all of the above. You get what I'm saying? They always have yeah. to put that in a multiple choice because if you don't know what the freaking answer is, you just say all of the above and you can get out of it. <laughs> now we can't get out of this question because it makes no... It's like one of them, you're, you're stuck behind a wall and then there's three guys or wise guys and they got a gun to your head and they said, where's the fucking money? And he said, I'll get the money to you next week. I got two more shows to do. Like, you better get the fucking money. We'll break your legs. We'll break your, break your thumbs. We'll shoot you in the back of the head. That's what this question feels like. I'm going to say swim. I'm going to say swim. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I know that feeling. Uh, Mr. Snake Oil, do you carry it about? You ever draft before? A couple of years ago, a young man came to me and he said, look, look, Napoleon, my girlfriend's broken up with me. I'm feeling really bad. And I said, young man, you ought to swim the English Channel. That will, mm. that will cure all your, uh, your heartbreak. And he trained for many months. And when it came to swimming the English Channel, he swam for a couple of hours and he drowned and he died. <laughs> but the reason funny. why, Alex, is because he doubted himself. And I think... With this question, you're doubting yourself. You think it's too easy, but maybe you got to this point because you're smart and you know the answer is swim. And I, it's not too easy. I'm too smart. Yeah. 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 Too smart. Do I'm going to go swim. All right. Lock in swim. Question number seven. Lewis Hamilton equaled whose record of 91 Formula One wins with victory in the Grand Prix, in the Eiffel Grand Prix this year? Lewis Hamilton equaled whose record of 91 Formula One wins with victory in the Eiffel Grand Prix this year? Do you follow the F1, um, Alex? Do you think I follow the F1? No, I don't think you follow the F1. Correct answer. Yeah. No, oh, do we get a point? You get a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> Put it, give it to me, though. Uh, no, I think cars are for transport and transport alone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, this I, 
feel like we're definitely going to have to go to the Brains Trust for this one. All right, let's turn to the Brains Trust. Uh, Tony Fibonacci, um, I'm surprised to discover for someone who lives in Long Island, uh, based on your jumper, that you follow the Canberra Raiders <laughs> in uh, <laughs> local Australian NRL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, I, uh, this, I thought this Zoom. This is a Zoom call. I didn't think we we're going to be talking about what we're wearing. It, breaking a fourth wall over here. Yeah. Over here. I mean, yeah, we're breaking it, but it's also an intense thing to be wearing on the Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> is it too bright? The Canberra Raiders did go for a fluorescent green, didn't they, when they selected? It's their a very color? ugly color, mm. but that's why I, I think I, I like think it. Too bright. I just think it's like a proper jersey. Are you wearing like a proper jersey? Yeah, yeah. This that is one of them. Wear. I got them from Mick Simmons right. Sports in uh, <laughs> on on George Street in Sydney, Australia. Oh, did you visit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you and what fell in love with the NRL? Ah, you know the NRL is it's simply the best, as <laughs> Tina Turner would say. And you know when I was there, I saw it, and you know, and I fell in love with it. This was back in uh, 1994, and they won the grand final that year. Mal Meninga was the captain of the team. <laughs> Laurie Daly was on the team as well. He was the number seven, the halfback. And then they had uh, Ricky Stewart as the 5'8". And, uh, you know, Glenn, Glenn Lazarus was the prop forward. You know, I know a lot about it. I know a little bit about NRL, okay? I'm not, not, not going to brag about it, okay? Do you follow any other sports? Yeah, I do. I follow the F1. I follow mm -hmm. NFL. I follow, uh, you know, uh, sports. Well, that's lucky because Formula One is what this question is about. Lewis Hamilton equaled whose record of 91 Formula One wins with victory in the Eiffel Grand Prix? Well, there's only one guy to help me out in this, and it's uh, a guy from the, the, the movie franchise, uh, The Fast and the Furious, and it's uh, mm -hmm. Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. And I think he would do something like this. Uh, you know, I think it's uh, Michael Schumacher, you know, and it's all about family when you're talking about uh, F1 and family, family one. Uh, yeah, but I do think it's uh, Schumacher. And look, Lewis Hamilton, he won by an inch or a mile, winning's winning, and he won. And that's family and scene. So I think it's Michael Schumacher. Beautiful. Uh, Napoleon Snake Oil, do you need motivation to go that fast or you just need to put your foot on the accelerator? You know, I, I do motivational speaks, speeches for Lewis Hamilton. He comes into me and he says, Napoleon, how do I make my car go faster? I told him, Lewis, sometimes you just need to look at your car and think, can I buy a bigger and faster car than this <laughs> and push down the pedal a bit harder? And he looked at me and he said, Napoleon, God damn it, you're right. And he did. And I think the answer is Michael Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's two Michael Schumachers. Do you want to... I'll put down Michael Schumacher. I feel like that's the only um, race car driver I've ever heard of. So yeah. I should have just... Yeah, it's it's easy one to go with. I'll put him... I was going to be a fool if I said that. We'll lock in Schumacher. Question eight. What is the French word for Thursday? Did you get further than English when you're learning languages or is that as far as you I got? I got some German. Oh, yeah. Um, Einstein, drei, vier, sechs, sieben, do you know what Thursday is in German? I remember I used to, but not anymore. Do you remember <laughs> that you used to know? Yeah, I remember <laughs> that I, taught, I was taught that. Um, Thursday. I feel like the French 
I mean, I feel like teas aren't big in French. Mm. I feel like I can, it's all a lot of... Well, there's a lot of Thomases, isn't there? Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Um, Thursday. Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Irish. Let's see if we can beat <laughs> Thursday. Uh, Napoleon Snake Oil. Travel's taken you to France before? Yes, I've uh, traveled around many countries. And the thing that you realize when you travel is that they have these things called time zones. So in Australia, mm. where it's Thursday, it's actually night in France. So they call it Thurs Night. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> your answer. Thursday night. Thursday night. <laughs> and, they, and they do that because it's Thursday in Australia. That's right. Which is, it's is important to them. Uh, <laughs> they, do they think about Australia a lot over there? France? Oh, have yeah. you been to France? Have I been to France? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I know the answer to this question. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he knows it's Thursday night. You wouldn't know it was Thursday night if you hadn't been to France. <laughs> uh, the fib, the big fib, the fibmeister, the fibbington. <laughs> Uh, yes. Fiblos, do you know <laughs> French? Yeah, listen, I don't take too kindly to those cowards over there in France, you know. Um, you know, over here in the States, in Long Island especially, we changed uh, French fries to freedom fries, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I get, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. They didn't back us up when we invaded another country on no pretense <laughs> but uh, oil. And... Um, <laughs> And it really saddens me, you know, Jacques Chirac came out and he said he didn't want to join us and oh god. Just thinking about all the all the oil we could have gotten from Iraq if they helped us. Um this is too this this is too it's it's too painful for you, it's clearly. It's too painful, you know. Uh, us us in Long Island, we take that shit very seriously, okay? So so and therefore you've banned yourself from knowing any, any I banned French. myself from doing any French characters before two before 2003, I was doing Jacques Chirac, I was doing Gerard Depardieu, I was doing Jean Reno, I was doing Alain Delon, I was doing every French character, I was doing the mime guy, what was his name, um, something or other, the mime guy, he was a good mime could from you do, France. Could you just, just for old time's sake, could you do a bit of the mime guy for us now? I just pulled back a chair and I sat down on it. That was... I was struggling. I thought you were going to close it. I thought you were going to go end scene. No, I don't like the French. I don't respect. And his name is Marcel Marceau, so I don't respect him. Yeah. (laughs) But to answer your question, yeah, look, Thursday probably sounds the same. Probably, probably they call it Thursday or some 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 weird thing with a Thursday or something. Yeah. (laughs) So Thursday and Thursday night are the two uh, options that you've discovered so far. Do you have this in your head Uh, from the team? No, I don't. I mean, I I once knew French. Uh, I know there's uh, Junde, I think, or Jund is like Monday, I think. Why does it feel like the French wouldn't even have a Thursday? I think of skip France, it. I just think of like Friday and Sunday. Do you want to put down they skip Thursday? They skip Thursday. There, <laughs> no, there is no Thursday in France. All right, we'll lock in they skip Thursday. Question number nine. In what year did the fall of Saigon occur? Well, you sound like a bit of a history of... Wars. Anytime America's been in war, I've uh-huh. cheered them on from the side. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I haven't been involved in any. Just like the Raiders. That's right. That that cut very deep. Actually, we almost yeah. won it last year, but um, <laughs> and we made it to the to the semis this year. You know. Um, yeah. Are we I don't talking think about the American it. War, or are we talking oh, about the Raiders? <clears throat> um, uh, why not both? Both. You know? Yeah. Listen, 
Um, the fall of Saigon, I uh, might have to think about that one. I think, you know, a friend of mine who was there, uh, Robin Williams, <laughs> um, he might know a thing or two about this. And I think he, and he, think he did a, something like this. Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, oh, ah, uh, oh, it's very funny. Oh, look, the war is happening over there. And now over here in America, we're like, oh, right, me, uh, USA, number one. And in, and over there, they're like, oh, help us, the bomb is dropping. Oh, it's 1963. Oh, I think. 1963, you reckon? 1963. The, the fall of Saigon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, 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 watch out. Oh, oh, and scene. So, oh, yeah, I think wow. it was 1963. Wow, that is early doors for the fall of Saigon, isn't it? The early 60s. Is this 60s. when it became Ho Chi Minh City? Yeah, I mean, this is yeah, like, it's, it's it wasn't... it'll be towards the end of the uh, <laughs> of the Vietnam War, which took place, I think, predominantly in the 1970s. Yeah, and I did think, I only remember it changing, like, the seeing it written it. Apparently, like, I have seen older maps where it was still written as Saigon and newer maps as Ho Chi Minh City, like, from the early 80s. Mm, mm. But I don't know the date. Oh, well. Seen from what I've seen on maps. Let's check in with Napoleon. Any clues, Napoleon, on uh, the fall of the Saigon? Alex, I just wanted to let you know that um, <laughs> even if you get less than three answers correct, that life is still worth living. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you, Snake Oil. <laughs> But uh, I agree that it was probably sometime in the 70s because I don't think it was, I don't think the Vietnam War was uh, at the same time as Beatles Mania, which was in the no. 60s. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I want to say 73. 73, 73, 10 years later. Do either of those ring any bells or you could go your own way? 1963, 1973? What are threes coming at me? Mm. That's not a good number. Um, I'm going to go with snake oils. Okay, 1973. Final question here. Uh, and you have done quite poorly, so there's a lot to make up in this question. Uh, which <laughs> Adelaide-born singer <laughs> appears on the cover of the October edition of Vogue Australia? Which Adelaide-born singer appears on the cover of the October 2020 edition? 2020. It's the year we're in right now. Uh, of Vogue Australia. Do you read magazines? Alex? Um, in 2020? Yeah. I didn't know anyone did. No. I didn't realise they're still doing covers. No, I guess I it's more of a press release now, isn't it, a yeah, cover? it's more like a picture on Instagram that has Vogue over it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, good on them. Probably, I don't know. Who could it be? Well, now... Australian singer from Adelaide. Yeah, and it's Adelaide-born Adelaide singer. Uh, have you ever made it to the cover of a magazine? Uh, Napoleon Snake Oil for your shows. I think you call them shows? Are they performances? They're more like scripture or uh, kind of ways of living. Uh, yeah. I have been on covers, uh, people accusing me of fraud, uh, saying <laughs> that I'm... Cover of the New York Times. <laughs> yes, yeah. New York Times, Washington Post. Uh, mm -hmm. But as for singers, uh, it could maybe be... I know Kylie Minogue, uh, she's Australian and she has a new album out, or... Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's my suggestion. That's it's the Kylie only Minogue. singer you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so Kylie Minogue. She's Melbourne? Delta Goodrin. Oh, no, she's I Sydney. just don't care. The Fib. Yo. You're obviously into Australian culture. 
I'm I'm into the Songbirds of Australia. Yes, I am as well. Um, let me uh-huh. just raffle off a few. Uh, Vanessa Amorosi uh, uh-huh. could be Tina Arena. Uh-huh. Uh, could be uh, Ella Cooper. Ella Hooper, sorry, from uh, Ella Hooper from. Ella Cooper could be. It could be, uh, you know, it could be one of those. It could be um, Missy Higgins. Uh, uh-huh. It could be, um, who was the one that sang that song about not being pretty enough? Um, uh, what's the Casey name? Casey Chambers. Casey Chambers, yeah. Casey, could be yeah. Casey Chambers, you know. I, I like all my, uh, it could be, you know, it could be bloody Patty Newton, for all I know. It could be Patty Newton. Do you want to let us know when you think of one that you can do an impression yeah, of? Yeah, um, I'll probably do one of, um, uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Let's do uh, let's do Natalie Imbruglia. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think she would sound a little something like this. It's something unpredictable and I'm torn and seen. Wow. So Natalie Imbruglia or Kylie Minogue are the two options available to, to you so far. Do you know any Adelaide-born singers who might have appeared on Vogue Australia this year? Is it common for someone to get a cover when they have got something coming out? It's not common for someone to just get a call up when they're up to nothing. No, I think like, well, like for, say for your comedy, I expect most of the press that you've had has been around and related to something you're doing as opposed um, to heading down the shops never. or no no never usually i have to do a show because they've made me do it all oh, right yeah, the other way yeah. around. Like, well, you've got to put up some posters so <laughs> shit i'm gonna have to write a show now um adelaide born singers adelaide born yeah i wish they said a stream long so i mm. mean adelaide born singers uh hilltop hoods are from adelaide <laughs> iggy azalea's from queensland iggy azalea's from queensland what I about Sia Ka- is from Adelaide? What about yeah. Customer DeVito from um, Australian <laughs> Idol? Oh yeah, we haven't done any of the idols. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paulini? Well, where's Paulini from? Emruciano? Emruciano. Let's go Vanessa Amorossi. Uh, okay, Vanessa Amorossi. I'll lock in. <laughs> Vanessa Amorossi. That's 10 questions. How do you think you did, Alex? Oh, I think 10 out of 10. I reckon... Oh, except for Kate Winslow. I'm not sh- 100% sure on that Kate Winslow one. I reckon you might have got what you had hoped for at the start, our worst ever score. I'm predicting Two? I'm predicting worst ever score here. I'm worried about the elephant ears because I feel like I got confused because of the way the question was phrased and I picked the wrong one. Question number one. In which US state is Fort Knox? You said Virginia, but the answer was Kentucky. Unfortunately. That's on all of us, I'd say. That's uh, question two. True or false, the ears of the African elephant are bigger than those of the Indian elephant. You said false, but the answer is true. They are bigger. <laughs> they are bigger. Where was Dumbo from? From America. I think he comes <laughs> yeah. from Disney. Yeah. Long Island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we love him over there. we got statues dedicated to him over there. <laughs> Haven't been torn down? No. They'll never tear those statues down, not over my dead body. Question three, who wrote the 1990s novel The Reader? You said Kate Winslet, but the answer was Bernard Schlink. Oh, so close. That sounds like a character that would come on this show. Question four, name the eight planets in order from the sun. You said Venus, Mars, Earth, Mercury, Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, Pluto. But the answer was Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Neptune. 
Got, forgot about Neptune. Got away from you there. Question five. What is the second book of the Old Testament? You said the Bible to Jesus returns, but the answer was Exodus. Question six. Which of these is a verb? Outlier, giraffe, sw- swim, or carrot? You said swim, and the answer is swim, an absolute shoo-in. <laughs> that was a good one. That's your first answer correct, and thank fuck for that. I didn't get that one. <laughs> Question seven. Lewis Hamilton equaled the record of Michael Schumacher's yes. to take out 91, so that's two so far. Question eight. What is the French word for Thursday? You said the French skip Thursday, but the answer was judy. The fall of Saigon was not 1973, it was 1975. And on the front cover of the October edition of Vogue Australia was not Vanessa Amorossi, (laughs) but Sia. Two out of ten. Sia. When you said it before, I was like, I should have gone with Sia. Yeah. But I was also like, she doesn't show her face. Two out of ten. Our worst score. I did it. At the bottom of the ladder. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, that's difficult to do when it's as low as two. What is? uh, Like, get the lowest score. Yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't, like, I'm happy. It wasn't zero. Mm. I thought I would get two. Yeah, you did. Yeah. There should be some sort of bonus for getting the thing you thought you would get. I think the, what I get from this is never being allowed back on the pod. Mm. Uh, the Fib Fibonacci, thank Yo. you very much for joining us and contributing. Uh, Lewis Probably Hamilton. not. Uh, thank you. No, no, you know, it's it's a pleasure and an honour to be here. Thank you so much. I love Sydney, Australia. Just Sydney, mm. Australia, actually. There's some good uh, impressionists in Australia. Is that you call them? I think that's I think that's what you call painters. People who do impressions. Uh, there's there's one you might have heard of on your when you um say you're a fan of the Canberra Raiders because he's a massive fan. Will Arimia. Do you know Will? That's, yeah, that's I know that guy. He's a good guy. He's a friend of ours. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> he's a stand-up dude. He tells it to you straight. He's um yeah. he's a good guy. <laughs> getting emotional thinking about it he's a good guy follow him on twitter the william arimia twitter.com do you have any subscribers napoleon that you know that you could give a shout out to to your self-help motivational speech speeches yeah uh you may have heard of this guy uh his name's joe biden uh, he, 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 a couple of weeks ago he was like man i don't know if i can do it it's, it's tough out there and i said look man just put on the mask and smile and the rest will work itself out. And hey, look what happened. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say Alex Selby and uh, Sydney improviser. Yeah, uh, he's a bit of a loser. You don't need to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but if we did what, if we did want to check him out, do you, do you happen to know where you'd be able to follow him on Insta or on Twitter? Yes, it would be. Hold on, I need to uh, check through my millions of followers on Instagram. <laughs> it is A.H. Selby. Instagram A.H. Selby. Uh, well, thank you for joining us and contributing. Thank you. I don't you. think you contributed any answers, actually, but thank you for being here anyway. <laughs> uh, it was good. And Alex, well, thank you for being here. Congratulations thank you. on I'm sorry about the score, but also... Sure no, it's good. We need a loser. Person. Yeah, you do, you do need a loser. <laughs> and it's, I'm so glad it's me. If people want to look at my Instagram, heaps of cool stuff going on there because I'm clearly not a nerd. <laughs> I'm fucking living my life. I'm like all these other losers that are and eating life, and shit. And life, and I'm sure Napoleon will be glad to hear this, is back for the living. Indeed, you can go out and do gigs again. Yes, I've been doing. I'll be doing some gigs. Isn't that exciting? It's called Comedy Republic. Oh, fancy that! Out of that place. Yeah, brand new theatre in the middle of Melbourne. Yeah, it's the theatre that we're sitting in right now. Exactly. What do you think? Beautiful. 
Nice fancy curtain. Here before I love the green. You have performed here before. You're one of the only people to have performed here. People listening cannot see the colours, but again, no. it's green. It's stunning. Uh, that's Wax Quizzical this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.